Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast brought to you by HypeBot.com. Go over to HypeBot, get all your music news, great tips, great advice. Definitely something you should be checking out every day. Yep, we so do. So we, um, we had another like last-minute change of plans here, and we're, we're flying on our own. We were supposed to have a guest, and uh, we'll get them rescheduled again. Yes, um, But... We kind of touched on last week briefly in our You Need Help with Your Online Strategy. We talked about your story and your narrative. But, Jay, you had more you wanted to expand yeah. on from that. Yeah, and we got, we got some good feedback about this, so we thought we'd kind of expound on it. But there's two things that we really need in order to launch a project. And I think before you start thinking about, you know, your calendar, uh, you know, when you're going to put out a release or whatever you're going to do before you do your bio, before you do your press release, your photo shoot, any of these things that you're going to do. I think the first thing, there's two things you need to do. The first thing is what's your vision? And the second thing is the narrative that we touched on last week. So let's put the two together. Those are the two things that you need to think about, and they don't have to be long. They could be a page each. They could be a sentence each. Well, you know, I, I would I would add real quick, though, I almost think there's there's one thing. You can't come up with your story and narrative and then come up with your vision. The vision is, your vision is the first thing. That drives okay. everything. That, you right. know, you pick your vision, then you're going to tailor your story to your vision. Agreed. And, and your calendar is going to follow your vision. So the vision and maybe vision slash goal, I mean, that's mm -hmm. kind of, you yeah. know, vision, vision is a very high in the sky. Goal is a little more, okay, I, I understand goal a little better. Sure. Um, that's the first thing because that literally decides which direction you go. Do you go left? Do you go right? Do you kind of right. go off this way? Do you turn around and start over? The vision drives it all. I agree, and I think goal is a is a really good word. The reason I think we use vision sometimes is we want it to be personal, and it's got to come from the artist. Nobody knows the vision better than the artist. Uh, management, secondary, they know it better than maybe then after that it might be the PR agent or the label, might be distribution, and, and so on and so forth, but it starts with the artist. They know what they want from this release. And I think goal, you know, management tends to think in terms of goals, and I think that's a real healthy thing. So maybe it's vision slash goals. Um, so you set that first, and then you sit down, I believe, with a piece of paper and, and a pen, because that takes all the emotion out of it. You write this stuff down. Um, what are some of the things that you know, maybe like competitive artists are doing that you aspire to. What are some of, you know, you've reached a certain level, whether it's just playing at your, you know, your local clubs, maybe it's a regional thing, maybe it's bigger, maybe it's smaller, but you've reached a level. What's, what's the next step, you know? And, and I think what comes hand in hand with defining clarifying your your vision is what we talked about a couple weeks ago is expectations um i know i've talked yeah i've talked to some clients who have very clear well-defined visions and i've got others where they just don't they don't know the vision changes day to day and what 
what has to come along with that is how realistic is that vision. And by that, I mean, I can sit down with a brand new artist releasing their first indie release and their vision, their goal is an international tour. Okay. Sure. That is a vision. That's a vision. Yeah. But I would, in my role, sit back and go, but is that a realistic vision right now? Yeah. Is is it that that's that that's a vision for five years, ten years down the road. Sure. What's your vision for the next twelve months? Right. That's going to move you in that direction that's realistic. Meaning, all right, um, instead of becoming an international touring artist, maybe you just need to be a regional touring artist first. Right. Maybe there's some milestones along the way to get you to those larger goals that have shorter time frames. Because I'm a big believer in setting goals, but realistic goals and short-term goals. Like, what do we want to do as we're setting this up? What do we want to do in the first 30 days? That's what that calendar that we keep talking about is that 30, 60, 90, 120 plan of attack for your release, what are some short-term goals that you want to accomplish along the way? And then once the release comes out, I think a lot of people tend to, okay, we're done. You know, the release is out. Well, there's so much more you can do post-release. Yes, there's a lot of setup that has to be done. But post-release, if you set goals, you know, maybe it's to get somebody to review it from a certain blog or publication. Maybe it's to you know, play some dates at a certain place or with certain artists, you know, to grow your socials to certain numbers. I think those goals are all really healthy. They're healthy. And, and, and to go along with that, and maybe, and maybe this is obvious to a lot of people, but when you talk about realistic expectations, you have to be honest about finances. Meaning you can have the greatest vision in the world, but if you have no, and, and I'm being very practical here, but if you have no money to move to that vision, great, you've got a vision. It's, I, I always joked around for years, artist integrity. Great. You've got artist integrity. You know what? Why don't you have artist integrity when you've got a million dollars in your bank account? Because right now, you've got no money in your account. You can't even buy groceries. You can't pay your rent. Um, you know, you've got to be a little more realistic in that sense. And 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 when it comes down to it, it's like, okay, if if you want to tour the U.S., do you actually have the financial resources to do this? Just to yeah. have that vision and desire is one thing. But it falls, you know, when people like us become part of the team, um, things don't happen unless money is spent. Right. And it's just the reality of it. Right. And, and if you're going to sit here and go, well, I got, I don't even have a van. Well, you know, we can't tour the U.S. until you might you've not got, be ready. You've got a van. You've got extra gear. Um, you know, two you, of everything. Two of everything. Break. Are you are you ready to freaking sleep in the van and not hotels? It's you have to understand that. And, and, you know, and then comes the, we've seen it so many times. Well, I want someone, so-and-so to review this. All right. Are you willing to spend a little ad money with them? Mm -hmm. Because the reality has always been and always will be, 
you're going to get a little more attention if you spend a little ad money to support that media, whether it's a right. magazine, a website, whoever it is. If you spend a little bit of money, they're going to do a little bit more for you in return. Right. It's, so it's the music business, right? It's, it's I mean, those business. publications are trying to sell magazines or ad space they're, they're or whatever. To, it's not even, they're it's just business. trying to survive. They're trying to keep their door open until next week and pay the one employee they've got. So never forget that as much as you might be struggling as an artist, the people that you want to support you are probably struggling as well. Yeah. Welcome to the new music business. Everybody's busting their ass for a, to, lot, less to, revenue. For, for a lot less revenue to pay the rent for the next yeah. month. So, so those, vis smart. Yeah. those visions you know, I, I hate to be the guy who sits down and slaps you across the face and go, all right, that's a great vision, but wake up. Wake up, people. But yeah. you need that. You you, you you need that in addition reality to your, your, your dreams. Your dreams should always be there, but now you need the reality check of, you, you know, if that's really what you want, I'll sit down and lay it out for you. You're going to have to spend this much money to get there. Yeah. What? Yeah, well, if we don't have the money, let's figure out different um, milestones that we can we can reach for less investment, but that move you towards that end goal. Right, and I think that's the key point, Mike, that there are a lot of tools out there that are free or low cost more than there've ever been. And we've talked about a lot of them uh, on this program. So you need to work within your means. And then as you progress, you can go into a little bit, you know, like we talked about, there's some things with bands in town that you can do for free. But then again, there's some things you can do for money. There's some things you can do on Facebook for free. But then you can reach a little bit larger audience by spending a little bit of money. But it's a progression. And when you start with that vision and you go a realistic vision and goals, and you say, I want A, B, and C in the next six to 12 months. But then you kind of have, well, what, what's after that? Now, if that happens, What's next? And you're constantly setting goals and constantly using these tools to achieve them. Yeah, yeah. It's you. You really have to have a good balance of reality and dreams when when you when you sit down and discuss your vision. And and I think you're you're right. The vision comes from the artist. Has to come from the artist. The artist knows their vision. But I sort of feel like the role of a manager is to make that vision. What's the reality of that vision? Yeah. The manager's job is to be the bad guy at times and say, okay, that's a great vision. But for the next 12 months, it's not realistic. This is what your vision needs to be for the next 12 months. We know where we're going. We know where we want to be in 10 years, but a year from now, that's not going to happen. We'll move yeah. that way. But let's focus this way, keeping their vision in front, supporting that vision, but being the person that says, as management, my job, as manager, my job is to make you money. It's my job. Whether it's touring or merchandising or licensing or record deals or whatever, you know, I'm I don't know many managers who just get into it just because they want to be buddy buddy with the artist and oh, it's a business and, and, and put all of the the stress on their shoulders. Yeah, the, you know, there's there's a reason they're doing that because right they believe somewhere down the road you're going to be making money 
and they're going to share in that. Sure. So their job is to keep that business reality in check. Right. And there are certain managers that have different strengths. I work with a couple of managers who are so good at touring. They've got touring down, you know, getting the tours booked, getting paid for the tours, promoting the dates. They've got it locked down. But then there's some that are really good with the sales and marketing side and maybe need a little help with the touring. And everybody's kind of got their own strengths and weaknesses. And negotiating. Some are great at negotiating a record deal. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and part of what you need to keep in mind is what is your vision? Is it a tour? Is it a record deal? Is it licensing? Well, at the very outset of you and your career, that might not might that should drive you to find the team that supports that vision. Exactly. Why? Why? Why, why bring a manager on board who's great in negotiating record deals? with major labels and lawyers when you're only interested in doing it yourself and releasing your own product. Yeah. You got to choose the team around you. I know one particular artist who I felt did it right. They, they weren't going to go on the road for an extended period of time. They'll play on the weekends. They, they love their craft. They love doing it, but they have other things going on. So what their goal was, was to get sync licensing, get into film, TV, you know, commercials, um, whatever. So they chose a team, surrounded themselves with people who specialized in sync placement. And to our point earlier, yeah, you have to pay those people. It's just like, you know, you or me, we provide a service and the, that comes at a particular fee. And so you get, or, well, they got, um, people who specialized in that and they were very successful getting their music placed in film and TV. That may not be your goal. Your goal may be to get a record deal. Um, it may be to have a really uh, strong streaming uh, track. It may be to get on a national tour. Everybody has their own goals and vision and if you ask five different artists, you're probably going to get five different answers. So I think writing that vision down, and then once you kind of have that vision, talk to people around you. If you have a manager, great. If you don't, talk to people you know that you trust and that you know, and try to find people and surround yourself with people who are going to help you with that vision. They, you know, those people have to believe in your vision. You, you can't bring people in to believe in your vision just because you're paying them. There, there's there's always going to be a little bit of a disconnect. So you want people who believe in your vision. Um, what I what I would add, and I have found frustrating, not everybody does this, but, you know, it's the nature of being an artist. Um, this week, this is your vision, and next week your vision now becomes this. And two weeks later, you've got another vision, and a month from now, yet another vision. You have to keep your. You have to work really hard to keep yourself in check. Yeah. You can't keep changing your vision in route like that because yeah. that totally disrupts everything. Because keep in mind, your first vision now has a plan put behind it, a direction put behind it, a team put behind it. Everybody's marching in that direction, and then you come in on Monday and go, "This is my new vision," and we're like, "Um." Right. Well, okay, understand we were marching this way. Now you want us to march this way. We can do this. 
we can stop everything we've been doing, recalibrate, replan, reorganize, and go this way. But every time you do that, it's like, what is it? You're what's starting the, what's, over. What's the game um, Candyland where you hit the slide and you <laughs> you slide all the way back to the beginning of the game yeah. again. And it's start over time. It also means more money, reinvesting more money because everything you did the previous whatever plan has no purpose now because it's now got to go this way. So it can be very frustrating yeah. to the team around an artist if you keep changing your vision. And what that tells me if that happens is you really don't know what your vision is. If you yeah. keep changing it, you don't know what it is. Yeah, You're take not, your time you and get you it right. You the artist don't even believe in your own vision yet. And yeah. maybe you need to step back and do some self-evaluation of like what yeah. what is it that I really want to do because there yeah. is nothing more frustrating than working with an artist succeeding at a vision and then having that artist come back and go that's not what I wanted yeah, yeah. it is this is what we talked about this is what you approved directed us on and now you want to go over here that right. doesn't support yeah. what we just did and we're starting over it's, and I it's think the frustrating uh, yeah. and challenging I would add to that that that's spot on i think that the narrative is very similar you you don't want to change your narrative midstream the narrative if you recall if you didn't see the show from last week you know is really if you've got 15 30 seconds in an elevator with somebody from you know huffington post or iHeartRadio or whoever it is spotify apple and they say oh tell me about your new release that is the narrative it's a short, it's something that everybody's on board with, um, everybody on your team, whether it's your family, friends, street team, manager, everybody's on the same page with what the narrative is. It's what sets this apart from every other release that's out there. Why should anybody care that you've got this new release out? Is it because this is a, you know, a heartfelt thing of, you know, that I'm writing about my life and I want to share it with people. Is this a new direction for you? Is this like the heaviest record you've ever done? Or is this all, you know, a different genre, whatever the, that narrative is about your story. Um, I think it should be powerful and make other people's jobs easier. So for example, you want to have this narrative that you can give to somebody, these people writing for magazines, newspapers, blogs, online, they're very, very busy Make their job easy. Give them something that they go, wow, that's compelling. My readers would really like that. You know, so don't change. I guess the point I'm trying to make is don't change your vision, but also don't change your narrative. Make sure you've got those two lockstep at the beginning. Yeah, and, and we, we've, we've seen this as fans and maybe even with clients. There's nothing more frustrating than some, an artist out of the blue changing their narrative. They sit down and do an interview and they just go off into this new tangent and you're like, but that's not I, what we talked about. Uh, but I thought this is for the last ten years. This is what you were about, and now that's that's a shock. Yeah, where did this come from? That that's a shock to your team. I mean, you can you can imagine your publicist sitting off camera going, right? Uh, what? <laughs> you know, fans going, what? It's you know, and and. I know what we're talking about starts taking the creativity, the, 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 the 
the fact of being an artist now is becoming more cut and dry business, organized plan. But there is a point where it ha- that has to become part of what's going on here. Yeah. And yeah. and if you if you're spending money on a team to help you succeed, um, believe in that team, work with that team, and don't make it difficult because you've got these grand visions that you wake up and all of a sudden you had a dream last night that this is what you're going to be about. Right. It's it, it it's I agree. It's, it's difficult on your career. And and again, I'm yeah. going to say preface that by saying you can do all that, but you have to understand that could mean starting over. Yeah. Yeah, I think your vision and your narrative are kind of like if you think about it like a joke. If you have to explain a joke, you know, to somebody, it's probably not a good joke. You know, if you have to kind of over explain it to get somebody to get it, think of your vision and your narrative as something you take something complicated and then simplify it because you can always expound on it during an interview. You can always expound on it in a face to face, but you want that core vision and that core narrative to be succinct. And you want it to be something that people can get right away, get on board right away, and understand right away, and not that you have to kind of over-explain it. And to your point a moment ago, I mean, you really don't want to be changing direction back and forth. Once you set that and you agree upon, then you go down that path full full speed. Yeah. You know, I think you've got to be honest with yourself as an artist and admit if you don't have a vision – and there's nothing wrong with that, but when you bring people on board, don't mislead them if you aren't sure. All we want to know as team members is it's black and white. This way, yeah. that way, yes, no, what is it, what is it not. Um, you, Whatever your decision is, we can work with that because we will build around that. But what right. we don't want is somebody who's unsure who's going to tell the team what the team thinks they want to hear. And then you realize six months down the road that you're not really comfortable with that direction. Well, you know, we never had to do that to begin with, but we were following your lead. You've got to be, you've got to believe in yourself. You really do have to believe in yourself and your vision. And again, if you, if, if management or somebody sits down and says, what's your vision? Don't feel bad to say, you know what, I don't know what my vision is. Yeah, maybe we Let's should talk, talk through about it. it. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Uh, just don't make something up because you think somebody wants it because, yeah. you know, again, that vision is the first step in everything that's going to follow. Yeah. And if you pick a wrong vision, everything that follows is going to be wrong. It's, it's like dominoes. It's just going to yeah. all be wrong. And, and, you know, the narrative, I think, is very similar, but sometimes there isn't um, a compelling narrative. And you and I touched on this last week where, you know, you can, you know, I, this may not be the popular opinion, but make make one up. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, we talked about Cheap Tricks' first album in the inner sleeve, how there was just this long story that was basically all made up and it was kind of tongue in cheek and almost humorous, but there were so many articles that I read where they just saw that and went, it must be true. And Hey bunny. So, you know, your, your family helped build the, uh, you know, the canal and you're, you're from, you know, Venezuela. And they started kind of talking through this stuff. Sometimes, you know, I, I think kind of a, a funny or creative 
way to attack it. I don't think it's a horrible thing if you have no idea, you really don't have any kind of narrative, you know, depending on what your genre is and your direction, you know, create a story. But but keep in mind, when you do that, you may have to live with that story for the rest yeah, of your life. That's right. You may become known as that person, that musician, mm-hmm. that's where you were born. And, you know, it might seem funny for that first album, but if all of a sudden it starts catching on, are you ready for that to be your yeah. your your past, your history for your entire career? Yeah, and that's true with a lot of things. You know, you kind of have to be careful about your your vision, your narrative, and even your branding. Like what music you play, the way that you dress. Um, if you're wearing costumes and things, I mean, some of these things that you may be doing to get attention in the beginning, you may be forced to, to, to do that for the rest of your career yeah, so choose wisely exactly do you want do you want to be a 70 year old man in platform boots and spandex <laughs> <laughs> right right i mean i'm sure a lot of these folks had no idea that they would be around i mean i don't know if the rolling stones knew that they'd be playing into their 70s and you know i mean you just never know so choose wisely yeah exactly exactly that was a good discussion yeah yeah good discussion i think we'll we'll lay off of you need help with your digital strategy because that was basically one big yeah you exactly need help with your digital strategy here here here's what it comes down to if you don't know what your vision is you probably need some help with your digital strategy yeah uh, agreed. And, you know, as, as Michael said at the top of the show, man, go over to HypeBot and read those stories. You know, we keep up on digital news. It's what we do. And that's one of our main sources. Um, Bruce and his team over the, over there do a great job yep. of putting together uh, digital to news. Bruce. Exactly. And I want to just do a quick, quick reminder, head over to iTunes, leave the Music Biz Weekly podcast a review and a rating. We greatly appreciate we, it. We really do. And uh, that's it. We'll see you next week.